Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. Secondary update, kind of following along the vein of the Ivy Enu update. Because it's relevant, it's the same situation, or rather a similar situation, although it is a different root cause. It's a similar situation as what ID was suffering under. I talked about with ID. For whatever reason, these dudes decided to send the liquidity to this VB idiot, and they actually promoted, you know, 100% liquidity locked with VB. That was their pitch. And if you were to talk to them now, there are very, it's like the, I use the analogy about the wounded animal in the corner. That's how they are. They're very defensive and they will push back on questions and fair, objective criticism that you share with them say, you know, I see other tokens that have failed, but they're even in failure more successful than what you're doing. And I said, liquidity, ultimately, without liquidity, you have really no transactions. Nobody can transact, and when you cannot transact, the volume is going to tank. This is natural. It is expected. Turns out, Binance US, which is different from Binance.com, and I may or may not do a podcast entry about it, but suffice it to say that Binance.com, which is where all the good tokens are, refused to play ball with the government, the United States government, because the United States government is requiring that they do more due diligence and produce more documentation and more oversight to and around certain tokens. And so they basically said, well, screw you. And they spun up Binance.us, which is a very stripped down version. Think of it as the same thing as Coinbase Pro. It is nowhere near as feature rich. It doesn't have as many tokens and you don't have as much functionality. It might as well be useless. Fast forward now. And as of a couple days ago, Binance US struggles to maintain its liquidity during this rush to Bitcoin that happened that spiked it from, you know, 40s all the way back up to 60s. In addition to other tokens, but what happened is they flat out ran out of liquidity. That's a bad, bad thing, especially when you're talking about Binance because it's, you don't expect an exchange to struggle with maintaining liquidity you expect them to be able to manage it but what happens is a lot of these exchanges and even some of the venture capitalists and hedge funds and so on they they don't want to overestimate so they will pick a number and they will say this is what we think it is and when they're wrong then they scramble to fix it so that's what happens here they chose a number for liquidity that was wrong because when there was a rush they couldn't keep up with it that's not a problem Okay, it happens to businesses. Where it's a problem is in their response, which was use a stop loss, which is a it's a trading technique that basically says, you know, if it goes down below here, I want you to sell out. Yes, that does work. The problem is it's not really addressing the root cause of why this has happened. Because what you're saying is, well, we ran out of money, you stop loss, do, do, do. and that's that's not what you should do is say, you know what, we screwed up. We underestimated the liquidity necessary to manage what we knew was coming. We, we failed to respond fast enough to the demand that started to come in. And because we were ultimately inherently greedy, we were not willing to shore up the liquidity out of our own pockets. So we'll just have the customers struggle and then have a crash. They then later blamed it on a bug in the trading. 
Coinbase had something similar with SHIB when it went live, which is that they'll blame the, techno blame the technology. It's not the technology, I guarantee you. What's happening is that they're not able to manage the amount of demand coming in versus the supply necessary to meet that demand correctly. And so their software is making assumptions about availability. I can easily look at the software and tell you where they go wrong when we see this because, and the reason why it's a problem is because it, it tends to affect the global market. If we see that I, I talked about the price of a thing is based on what somebody's willing to buy it for. Your fully diluted market cap is based on that price. And so as that price fluctuates, so does this fully diluted, so does the main market cap, so does then what's called investor sentiment starts to degrade. And the only reason that happens is because they see people are selling higher or lower than where you're at. If you see that something that's $64,000 and all of a sudden on Binance it's $8,000, well, that's going to cause a mass buy surge. However, if there's no inventory to buy, you now mean it now basically means that there's no traffic, right? Because nobody's going to sell something they bought at 60 grand for eight grand, but people would love to buy it. But if nobody's selling, they can't buy it. And thus, you now, if the very last transaction came in at 8,000, which likely would have been a buy, now everybody else sees that it's basically pennies on the dollar, essentially. And nobody can transact, so there's no actual movement. Thus, it harms the greater market. This is a big deal. Unfortunately, Binance US is only subject to certain regulations and not others. There's nothing that stops them from or adheres them to making sure this kind of thing doesn't happen. So when they say do a stop loss, they're not wrong because a stop loss would have, effect, would have helped, but nobody would expect that you're going to do a stop loss. And then the, the truth is, if you did a stop loss, and let's say you had, you know, 500 Bitcoin, right? So you got nearly a billion dollars in Bitcoin. If you got 500 Bitcoin, nobody's going to say, all right, put a stop loss for $50,000 and let it sell off all my, all my bag over something that was triggered by the exchange. You're not going to do that. You're just not going to do that. I, I don't know what it means, bigger picture. It seems like they may have fixed it. I don't know, but I know there's a lot of calls to get away from Binance US. I actually called out that I thought Binance was a, was a very risky strategy to go with, and I didn't recommend people go with it. I guess on the upside, most people in America are not trading on Binance, Bitcoin on Binance. They're trading on Coinbase. Uh, they're trading on Robinhood because there's no reason to trade on Binance US, honestly. It's risky. The government has had their eyes on it for, for years now. Um, they've been trying to shut, shut them down. There's no logical reason to do it. If you had your coins in a wallet, you've been insulated from the price disruption. But the problem is you might have been affected by, again, the perception that the thing is crashing when it's really not. So Bitcoin is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's still reasonably stable, but it will have been affected at least to some degree by those who were on Binance and affected by the liquidity issue. So keep an eye on your own investment. And when you see that there are these sharp deviations in what it should do, you should be considering, strongly considering, whether it makes sense to possibly uproot and move to a different exchange and not stay there if they're going to potentially mistreat your holdings. You don't want that either because that's playing with your money is like playing with your emotions.